from... That's my anime look. <laughs> That's your impersonation of me. <laughs> uh, uh, welcome... <laughs> welcome to Birch and Birch, the podcast between me and my father, the, us father-daughter people that we are. We're business partners and also the best of friends. And most of the time, uh, most of the time shut <laughs> up. Every single time I Arr. say anything positive about the two of us, he goes, I mean, most of the time, usually. <laughs> we'll be with clients and they'll be like, how is it working together? And he'll be like, awesome. Most of the time. <laughs> and at this point, that's just, and then we both start laughing and the client's so confused as to why that was that funny. It's like, yeah. So anyway, here we are. Um, this week, we're talking about death. So buckle up, ladies and gentlemen. This is what wore, you get. I wore black in honor of today's podcast. I wore a blazer. And <laughs> <laughs> they both start with B. And it kind of it's kind exactly. of blackish blue, isn't it? Those both start with B. I can't tell what color that is. It's navy, it's navy for sure. Navy. Let's call it blue because it starts. Okay. With I also wore great earrings. Look at these. Look at these works of art. Um, but they're really painful, so I have to take them out while I have my headphones on. <laughs> well, that's anyway. interesting. They're okay, like weird torture devices then. Yeah, like a subtle torture device. It's like death by paper cuts. Okay, so um, dad is the one who thought of this topic, and then we had this really long conversation about it, and I'm so excited. I'm so excited to dive into this because it started with you thinking about the death of 2020, and mm -hmm. then you started asking some really incredible questions about how we all deal with death and change and um, all that. Well, so. yeah. Um, like I said, I guess it's a good place to start. It's interesting how, or I guess I find it interesting being the age that I am and having a lot of people pass away. I'm because I kind of feel lucky to still be here, but um, yeah, well, you, you had know, a lot of, hold on. You had a lot of death in your childhood. Yeah, when I was younger, but but that had a lot to do with um, having a stint where I spent a lot of time with my grandparents. So your that too doesn't your matter. Let's not get died into that. When you were thirteen, okay. Yeah, let's not get into that stuff. But anyway, so um, so twenty twenty was just a really crappy year all the way around, and I would, I first thought about you know I'm glad it's dead. It died. It died. It's self off right on time as promised. <laughs> the good thing about years, they die on schedule. Um, in 2021, starting off fresh. And then that made me think about all of those experiences when people died and, and how it makes you reflect not only on the life of the, of the person that passed away, but also on all the people that surrounded it and how they dealt with it and what they thought about and how long they yeah. ruminated on it. And, and some people get stuck in that they get stuck and they, they look back and they keep looking back and others yeah. are somewhere in the middle and others are just very forward thinking, but it's been, yeah. a, it's been a, a rough year and um, thinking less about 2020 itself as a bundle yeah. and, thinking less about a, one particular personality that I think most people would consider to be at the crux of a, of a lot of that frustration. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
the you know i'm i'm really perplexed by the division and i wonder how we're going to react what do you mean you're perplexed by the the division in our country mm -hmm. and as we change presidents you're wondering how that's going to have react yeah everything's changing so so I thought I think what the most interesting thing that when we were talking earlier about this, you were talking about how people mourn for people in their lives who die that brought almost only horrific things. Mm -hmm. And the reason for that was a really it was a really interesting point because it's when you mourn in general, at least in part, and I think in large part, you end up mourning the death of some part of you because whoever whoever is leaving your life in whatever mm -hmm. way. Part of who you were and part of the experience because right. your, your history and experience is part of you, even if it was terrible. Yeah, and I think you take, I mean, yes. And, and we all, we are, humans are so inherently social. We define mm -hmm. ourselves so socially like we can't develop without social like we are so social that even our definitions of ourselves come from our relationships with other people in our lives whether or not we acknowledge that is true and so even when you have a bad relationship when it disappears there's so much sadness around that and i think it's this like sudden uncertainty of at least that part of who you are i don't know yeah and i don't know I mean, a Maybe. lot of people who uh, really, really hate Trump, I think there's probably a weird part of that. These, those people who are like, do you I'm think that's a habit where they're, where they, that, that sense of angst um, on either side, doesn't matter. We don't have to pick on one. Yeah. Side. That sense of angst has become a habit. And they're used to feeling that way and they want to continue feeling that way. So they'll find something else to feel that way. I think maybe, I don't know. I think that we, we really love having an enemy, right? Mm -hmm. It feels so good and, and it's clarifying. And also you get more, you get so many friends out of having a shared enemy and something shared to hate. It's like, it's like putting so. a Jersey on once upon a time, you had made the comment that you loved sports what'd you call it i do um, i do you know a sports affiliation because you you know you cannot know anybody at all yes but if, but if you're both um yankees fans and you yeah. both have yankees jerseys on you can yeah. see each other in the sub opposite ends of the subway I mean, car so and you're like beautiful it's eh. so beautiful it's a reason to connect with people and this it's eerily like comfortable level yeah somewhere. yeah yeah you got a shared but in, but in order for that to be true you have to have have a shared enemy, enemy, which is every other. Um, mm -hmm. Isn't that team. weird? So yeah. Anyway, uh, so I've got a question for you. Oh, okay. I was going to segue to forward thinkers, but go ahead. Yeah. No, I want to. So when it comes to you, think of without talking about what it might be. Think of a loss, whether it was a death, or a loss of a friendship, or a relationship, or something. Okay. And how much think about the transformation between how much you spent, how much time you spent thinking about it 
after it's over and the transition to thinking forward again? I don't think they're mutually exclusive. No, I think, uh, I, but I wonder if there's a, if, if there's a transition, it's like there, there's an equal amount of weight so, of energy Okay, that starts out heavy on the mournful, the mournful sad decreases, side. and then it goes to the forward thinking future side. Yes. Do you okay. think you, do you think you mourn quickly or do you think it takes you a long time? I don't know if you ever stop mourning, but I do think that, I think that there's a, it's kind of like, you know, how earlier we were talking about complaining and how, uh, the main reason I don't complain very much is because I, your mother never complains. My mother never complains. And we were talking about never. that. And, um, she was saying that I did that. I did. I didn't complain either. And I said, yes, it's because when I complain, I feel so ashamed, not because I'm complaining, but because I'm now hearing myself have a terrible perspective because even the worst things that happen in my life, there's always something to be grateful for. Like I always get stronger. I can connect with more people because we've shared the hardship. Like there's always some way to be grateful for the thing. And if I'm complaining instead of taking it on, then I'm, I'm, uh, it just makes me really like, that's not common. I don't think it'll be interesting if people comment, um, about that because you know, do you, do you think it's common when you're complaining to hold yourself accountable and think, you know, because I, I, I don't think the way you feel is common. Well, maybe. I mean, I just don't, I think that um, I hear don't complain a lot as advice, right? Like just don't complain. No one likes to complain mm-hmm. or don't whine, right? But it's not, I don't think the advice actually means, hey, have these negative thoughts, but keep them bottled up. I think it really means, hey, have these negative thoughts, process them, notice them and go, okay, cool. That was my first reaction, but I don't want to live a life where I feel like the victim. I want to live a life where I feel like the hero. I want to live a life where I feel like I can create my life. I can, And the one thing I can control is in here to some degree, at least. So uh, that's so where I get that. So you're saying that you're so all of- Go ahead. No, no. You couldn't say your sentence. You're saying you're deciding. You're you're trying to recognize, get a grip on the landscape, and then deciding your direction. Am I hearing that yeah, right? Yeah, and so yes, to yeah, uh, yes. So I'm saying that your emotions are not controllable initially, but very controllable after the fact. Like they're they're kind of a balance there. So I I mentioned that now in your in response to your question about mourning. I think that's what I do when I lose a person or one of the other things that you've listed, I've lost, you know, when that happens, I think I mourn it. I journal, I write out how I feel very honestly. And I look at that and I go, Oh, okay. That's how I feel. And then I find what to be grateful for in it. So I don't ignore the pain and I don't pretend like it's not there. And I don't pretend like the bad stuff is not bad. I just go, okay. I acknowledge that totally true, but I don't want to feel like a victim. So what's good in this? What can I be grateful for? What am I learning from this? What? So I think with mourning, even it's like, yeah, there's so much sadness and that never goes away. Simultaneously, you can be so empowered by like, I'm going through such a rough 
thing right now, or I'm losing this person. And how would I like to respond? What, how, how do I want to grow from this? What can I learn from this? What can I, I be thankful that's a, for? That's a in mature this? perspective, but I, I don't think a lot of people feel that way. And I struggle with that. I'll, well, I'll get caught up in the emotion of what's going on and, and then just crank it out like a do nothing machine and just repeat the same thoughts over and over again. And, and it's weird um, how that works out. What do you mean? It's weird. You mean like. Um, well, what you're saying is basically you're on a merry-go-round of emotion when it first happens. Then yeah. you get off the merry-go-round and you notice what it felt like to be on it. Well, it went around really fast. It made me really dizzy. <laughs> then I got really nauseous. I don't want to be on the merry-go-round anymore. So I decided to be off the merry-go-round. And Ooh. some people get off the merry-go-round and they're like, that really makes you dizzy when you go around on the merry-go-round. I remember I grabbed a hold of the handlebars and I went around on the merry-go-round and then I got really sick. And I was <laughs> like, why did I get back on there? Well, I did. And I got back on it again. And then I, and they just rotate. They, on, they relive on. that experience I mean, over and over and they never get out of that. Yes. You know, it's not until some other outside experience that they don't logically create. It's not until something redirects their attention. You know, life continues on. And something else grabs their attention and pulls them out there of it. There are definitely That's people different who look you... for there are people who look for the next dramatic thing. They're like, in order to get out of being consumed by this, I need to be consumed by something even more. I so dramatic thing. Yeah, you kind of but but I don't think you ever get off. I mean, merry-go-round's kind of a bad analogy and kind of a great analogy because that is how it feels, but you can't get off entirely. It's not like you hop off entirely or like I no longer feel what I was feeling. I think you kind of split in two and you're aware that that all right half of me is still riding that stupid merry around but okay. at least you know yeah well so. i think um okay so so if you had to guess this is a terribly hard question to answer but I want oh my god this is so okay if you had to guess like on the hot how how many hours days weeks months would it take for you to be able to look forward and think about the future again, rather than stay where you're at. And I know that it's a transition, but you could say within this certain time, I'm usually back. Oh, I think it's really kind of quick. Normal. I think it's really quick. I'll, I'll think about it on and off for a long time, mm -hmm. but I will force myself to see something forward thinking at the funeral. So days. I mean, less than that. Two days. Probably. It depends on the severity of the thing. If you died, I. 12 I minutes. <laughs> if you died, no problem. <laughs> Most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, so, well, the reason I asked that is, I, is I let's think I've made it if, a habit now. Is what if I'm we saying. go back to the. What I'm wondering now is about testing myself. And then now that we're in the new year. Yes. When I talk about 2020, mm -hmm. if I if I do it with some emotion or something I didn't like or whatever, you know, which actually was part of the title, is because we've seen a lot of death in 2020 thanks to COVID-19. Right. Um, but I'm I'm curious to see if I can remember to to kind of think it in my head mm -hmm. is how far into the year will I talk about 2020? And every time I do talk about 2020, if I could notice looking at the calendar gosh, you know, it's the middle of April and I'm still talking about 2020. Yeah. I'm not over it yet. You know, and I want to be over it. I want to look forward. I want to move forward. And, you know, and that's 
uh, kind of a segue into what else we were going to talk about is what a really cool thing it is to be in our industry. Yeah. We are um, surrounded by forward thinkers all the time. 100% of our business is, is forward. I mean, even people who are generally not forward thinkers, if they're working with us, they are because they are buying or selling for a reason. Like they yeah, are thinking about what they're doing future. next. Yeah. yeah. So even people who in other aspects of their life might not be are very forward thinking when they're working with us because their whole that's why you work with a realtor to mm-hmm. move forward in your life in one way or another to sell, to buy, rent, whatever. So it's kind of, it's such a gift because you become like the people that you're around. And I think it makes, it makes us more forward thinking just by nature of the fact that we mm-hmm. have to be. Yeah. And everything's, everything is, everything's goal driven. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how they say, you have to write down goals. Well, goals can include getting my mortgage approval, getting through my home inspection, getting my negotiations yeah, yeah. finished, getting my title cleared, getting, whatever you know those little things we have to go through getting my certificate turtles. of occupancy and and you run into roadblocks now there wasn't a fire extinguisher there like we were supposed to or a smoke detector or right there was a permit open from who knows when that's keeping you from closing you know you go I, that happened to us two days ago you went to try to do an application for me on a property that we're selling and yeah you texted me and said this isn't going to work because (laughs) but that's how you find out i thought that was cleared out i thought that the seller told me that that was all done oh crap okay we got to get on it because we've got a closing coming up but it's all it's all goal driven you know how do we how do we do this and do that and i love working with people who are here's what i want here's what i'm thinking and yeah. here's what my future looks like and here's here's kind of what i want for a commute and here's where i'm going to be going and yeah, I, had a, I had some clients that i visited with earlier this week and they're like well you know we've got a place in connecticut and we'd love to go up to that so we want to be on this side of the river now because it just makes the commute to our weekend home so much easier Yes. And we go every week. So that's 52 times a year that it makes our life easier. So we're wanting to make a shift. So, and I mean, that's a great perspective. I love that. Love that about our business. Yeah. It's a what, it's a what's next business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything and even it. our, even talking about our team and our team growth, you know, there are, yeah! I mean, legitimately there are three of us that are licensed a fourth one, fourth licensee coming on within a couple weeks, hopefully two to four weeks. Um, and that does not include Jay or your mother because she's, even though she's like 98% into the other stuff that she's doing, the 2% she does. The 2% that she helps on. Yeah. <laughs> really incredible. So it was some really cool technology stuff that she just kind of like, why don't you do this? It's like, what's that? It's like, holy cow. Can you do that? Yeah. Give it, give it to me. Give it to me. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm going to have to learn how to use it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The learning curve is but, always. Yeah, but it's okay. still, still pretty cool. It's a great lifestyle, and I'm, lo- I'm really looking forward to 2021. What are you looking forward to this year? Yeah. I mean, our business. I'm obsessed. I'm so, ex- I'm so excited. I'm, uh, I'm already doing it though. That's the thing. When we were talking about death of 2020 and talking about 2021 and getting hyped about it. I have already, I just keep like, 
improving my resolutions. So the the January 1st thing doesn't really feel like a big deal. Like I went to bed at 8.50 p.m. last night because I was so tired. <laughs> I was so tired. It was a long day. And I was like, and now that it's New Year's Eve, but I don't have to go and do anything. So I'm going to go to sleep now. <laughs> um, <laughs> because That's right, because you worked, uh, you worked all day yesterday. Yeah. Yes. And working all day today too. Hopefully Mm -hmm. I can get it all done. But um, anyway, I'm pumped for 2021 because I'm pumped for just life. (laughs) I'm just like, I'm so excited. I can see what we're doing with our team. I can see what we're, how we're building and growing. And it's constantly this game of like, all right, what, what is the highest ROI? Where can we take some risks? Putting out a lot of content, doing this podcast. I mean, we're doing this podcast every week and, and, and seeing how that goes and what people like to hear and want to talk about. And I love that what we're doing right now is so human. The way that we are approaching our business is so human. Like right now we're having a super honest conversation very openly to whoever wants to listen and watch it. And I love that because I don't know a lot of realtors who are doing that online. And we, so we have this angle, we have our super transparent Instagram, we've got our team, and then we work our tails off to do an incredible job for our clients. And, and because we're so open and human about what's going on, uh, I feel like people can actually see that they can actually see. Yes. That we are working and they are getting better and they are growing and they are doing all that stuff. So I'm just really excited for our journey more than the end goal. You know what I mean? Like I'm so in love with the mountain. I haven't bothered to look at the top yet. You know, that's awesome. That's where I feel like I'm at I in my life. I feel like I'm watching a motivational speaker. And I'm just <laughs> like, I wonder if I can be like that. Peloton, please hire me. <laughs> I will be your next Peloton coach. <laughs> You're on that Peloton a lot. Not lately, honestly. Do you do it daily? I love it. I was, but now because I've got my bedroom painted, that's where my Peloton was. uh, It's been, I've been kind of off of it. And also, yeah, but I love it. I love it. Get some, I get, I get some EDM going. (laughs) It hypes me up. If I listen to, and then when I'm riding the Peloton, I'm listening to this EDM music and I'm like, Oh my God, I am a huge fan of EDM. This is the best music that has ever been created. I'm so obsessed. And I like while writing, save it in my Spotify. And then after I get off the Peloton, I play it at any other context. I'm like, oh, this is terrible music. Oh my God. <laughs> this is the worst. <laughs> so yeah. Unless you were but, dancing. Yeah. I think it'd yeah, be yeah. pretty fun out of a rave. Okay. Yeah. So what they call it? Yeah. Why is it called a rave? Because it's all the rage. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> That's a good question. <clears throat> anyway, um, I feel like you. I I didn't ask any of your questions back, and I really I really wanted to. Do you have any comments that you would how that you would like to make about your morning process? <laughs> Let's take this back dark. <laughs> Let's go back to the conversation about death and darkness, shall we? <laughs> let's, uh, let's let's go to morning M O R N I N G. Okay. The morning process, because that's that's what's. Um, I never thought I that, that I would be a morning person, and now I'm. You you have been lately. I know. 
I get texts from you early and I'm like, oh, she didn't sleep. And I'm like, did you sleep last night? And she's, yeah, I slept. I just got up early. <laughs> I got up early because I went to bed at 8 p.m. Like, <laughs> I started dating again because of our podcast in large part. Really? We had the conversation about dating and I was like, I feel yeah. like I'm ready. I took kind of a year off and uh, I wanted to, you know, change some things. And I am very transparent about who I am and who I am is a person that goes to bed by 9.30 every night. And I have a lot of negative responses to that. They're like, your smile is great. I'm like, warning, I go to bed at 9.30 and they're like, okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll tell you, and I think everybody that listens to this will agree. If it's the right guy, he'll do whatever it takes. He'll, he'll, it's all super easy guy's going to be like nope she's she's awesome i don't care what time she goes to bed i don't care what time she gets up i don't care how much she works i don't care i i don't know i feel like those are things that you do end up caring about but we'll see that's the other thing i'm I'm so obsessed with what i do i work incessantly and i love it i mean this week i had clients ask me are you working on the first are you working on the 31st i was like i mean i could choose not to but that sounds so boring so (laughs) Yeah, I'm working. <laughs> Call me anytime. And I am glad I made that choice of having way more fun working than not. But you have uh, some great clients. I do. I really do. I really do. Yeah, that's been um and the longer you do this, the better that gets. You know, all of this everything just seems to get better all the time. Better clients, you're better educated, you work through things better. Everything's <laughs> everything's good. <laughs> That you can show. Apparently, we can finally see comments on here, and uh, this is my favorite one. <laughs> Thank you, Teresa. <laughs> will do. That came, that came up when you were saying uh, the right guy will be, you know, patient oh, with all of it. He will. He'll just he'll submit. Listen to your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and if they don't, I truly. If they don't, uh, unless you're wanting something unreasonable, no, I'm not mean, worth having around. Same, same thing in reverse. Unreasonable and yeah, it always moves. That's true. Yeah, true. That's but true. I figure worst case scenario, I am going to uh, do the Diane Keaton thing and love my life, love my career. And then when I'm in my 50s, be like, you know what? About time I have some kids and then adopt a couple kids. <laughs> And I'll like my life no matter what because I am determined to love being alive. Awesome. Yay. I really ran. I need to be more like you. No. I wonder how I wonder how often Well, not in every way. (laughs) (laughs) There's some things I don't want. (laughs) Most of the time I want to be like you, but not all the time. I'm just over here trying to make you proud, Pops. It's working. It's working. You know, your mom and I are obviously really lucky. We had um, two great kids. I think you were stellar parents, so. And and it would be a blast if we could get Alex to participate in one of these. Oh, my gosh. And 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 be honest. And want to. And want to be on there. Want to participate and be honest. No, I don't want him to be that honest because I wasn't that great a dad. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, you recently apologized, and it was really sweet, <clears throat> although uh, unnecessary. I was such a, I was such a bad dad. I don't think you were. I wasn't the worst. 
No. I mean, it could have been worse. I know that. You were, I think you were very hard on yourself and striving to be great. And so that inherently came across in the way you parented us. And I, I think in many ways really that was good. Fun. It was, I think in many ways that was good for us. It made me way better with, with people. Like I, like in my financial job, when I was working with registered investment advisors who often had very big egos and were like, you know, hard, hard, critical and demanded the best from whoever they were talking to. That is kind of how you parented me. And I'm really grateful for that because I could have conversations with them and win business with them because I, that was a comfort zone for me. I was like, great, <laughs> this is going to be fun. Um, let's talk. Let's, you know, so I don't think it was bad at all. I think it was very beneficial. Okay. No, I think it could have been better from my uh, standpoint. Okay. <laughs> you feel bad about it if you want to then. See, I'm mourning. I'm looking back. That's, that's true. I see. That's true. Parents you can't help it. This is what I'm saying, though. You never stop. You know, yeah. it doesn't go away. It's you just it's your first reaction, un involuntary. Second reaction, voluntary. All right. So moving along. OK. <laughs> I think that's enough. I I've, think had that's a, I've had enough of us. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. We're the worst. All right. If you watched, I don't know why. Oh, Thank wait. you. <laughs> Bye. New news. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll have a new studio soon. I'm looking forward to that in 2020. Yeah! Yes. Yeah. What are you looking forward to in 2021? I don't care about the time limit on this thing. I want to hear. Wait, I want to hear. Um, uh, much that I don't have the same excitement that you do, but I can try. <laughs> no, that's too much. I'm Dad, really my, excited. my enthusiasm is painful for most people. So please don't, uh, <laughs> don't duplicate that. Just be you. Thing. Um, I like the way our team is developing and I like the way our working relationship is developing and how you're naturally growing into like one half of the business and I'm naturally growing the other half of the business. Oh, like complimentary. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. complimentary. And I like the way um, we've kind of decided that this is your area and this is my area. Yeah. And you're like, well, I don't care. Whatever you think you do. That's I your love thing. I'm not going to micromanage so, it. Sorry. You know so much about growing and building businesses and I feel so lucky to be like in a place now where I'm really thinking about all of this as a business, but I don't have the experience you do. And you're so willing to share with me, here's what I've done in past businesses. Here's what I think makes most sense now. And that's a really fun game to play. And, yeah, you know, it is fun. And I'd like, you know, another thing I'm excited about is it's just one business. Yeah, <laughs> as opposed to like the 20 that you were running. I just never felt like we had a chance to do anything well. It was that we were always chasing the next, the next idea, the next little business, the next, how do we, how do we buy the building, open it, renovate yeah, yeah, it, yeah, get yeah. the business started and hire employees that, that startup was, that was, that's part of what's easy for us. But now yeah. I'm excited about taking taking a, a really strong basic business model and expanding it, which like yeah. the systems that we're starting to use, you know, the new marketing systems that we're bringing in using some of the tech that your mom's introducing to us yes, and saying, Oh wow, that can, we can automate that and we can do that. And how do we reach more people and how do we um, connect and yeah. get people to know us so they know who they're working with. I just, I love that. It's such a it. human business. I mean, that's what I was saying earlier too. Mm -hmm. I, it's like, 
Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to if, if this um, thing, you know, I think we confirmed with them this morning that we'd like to capture that space if we can, but I think we have some competition. Um, but if it works out, I'm looking forward to us having an office. And turning uh, a little ugly space. space into something beautiful. We got a vision, guys. It's going to be great. I can't yeah. wait for you to see it. So it'll be a great place for our um, video and podcast stuff. It'll be a great place for our team to operate out of. It'll be a great place to have some clients and people over once yeah. in a while. And it's kind of cool because it's warehouse space. Yeah, it's really cool. We'll show you. We'll show you guys. Uh, we'll do like a tour on our Instagram or something. Um, if you Maybe we can do a before and after. Oh, we should do a before and after. Okay, we will also do that. Um, all right. If you guys joined us and listened to this podcast or watched this podcast, uh, please comment below and tell us what you liked or didn't like or want to hear more of or the kind of conversation that was interesting or not interesting. We uh, don't want to bore you. It's like any conversation. And then you, if you're watching this, you're part of it. So please comment. Please tell us what you think. Um, and hey, can I mention YouTube? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. You know, one of our struggles here is that we'll end up with between Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. We total about a thousand per. We'll end up with show. about a thousand views on here, but then when we post it on YouTube, like four. But that's because <laughs> it's not because we've already posted it on the formats where people are going to see it, and there's no real reason to go to YouTube. But we're trying to find a way to better utilize YouTube and try to reflect those views because people judge judge what they're watching or what they're about to watch by the number of people that viewed it. And if they go to watch on, if they see it on YouTube and they're like, Oh, only two people looked at it. And it's probably you and me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but then when we're looking, when we look at numbers across all formats, we're at a thousand or more. And we really wish those numbers would be there. So if somebody out there knows something about YouTube and how we can make that work and still have a live show and i don't know if we can we broadcast live on youtube we, 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 we are currently broadcasting live but we have don't have enough subscribers that they get notified i mean so it's a whole thing uh, but if you know anything about youtube or you know somebody who's really good at it please yeah, look at that we, we need to pick somebody's brain who's good okay yeah. happy new year happy new year to you this is awesome what a great conversation you think so i think so and if no one else thinks so screw them <laughs> Uh, just kidding. Please love us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, not now. I know what you're really like. <sighs> okay. Bye. Happy New Year, everyone. Right, have a, happy New Year. Um, like, subscribe. Friend and you're follow. There. Hope it's